All right. Sorry about that. I had a little technical difficulties. Had to get the webcam back up. We had for some reason it cut us out when we yeah, plugged the charger into the computer. Yeah, you didn't want to let us charge our battery up and shit. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. Anyway, so back anyway, to what we we're talking about. Um, yeah, I was saying I saw a picture of um, Ty Dolla Sign in the studio. Oh, we're not even like. Right, now we are. I saw a picture of Ty Dolla Sign in the studio with Kid Cudi working on some music. So I'd be interested to see what comes out of that shit. Cutter and Ty Dolla Sign. That is an interesting, nice combi- like, that's an interesting combination that I really do want to see. Really I do too, and out. hopefully like Ty Dolla Sign can fucking do the singing because Kikuti can't sing for shit. Mm, well, <laughs> he can hum the fuck. He can hum. He can he hum his that. ass off. <laughs> fucking Kid Cudi humming. I'll fall asleep to that shit. Like that's... You know what I've always wanted to hear? What? I want a Kid Cudi instrumental album. No rapping, no singing. Oh man, that would be sick. All instrumental. Be he can produce like a motherfucker. I'd be 100% down for a Kid Cudi instrumental album. Or even like if he just started like I think he needs to get in his produ- producing game like just like producing I mean between for him Plain Pad and uh fucking what's the other guy fucking Janae Eichel's ex husband um Plain Pad and Emil no Plain Pad uh fuck Dr Genius oh really that, yeah. wait that Janae Eichel was dating Big Sean what are you talking about they were married her and fucking they have a kid together bro oh really oh yeah. I think they're divorced though they're divorced now oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I think. Low key, they were probably. Well, I don't want to burn any bridges, man. So I'm, I'm like, pretty sure she's, still, oh, no, okay. she's with Big Sean still. I know she's with Big Sean still, but yeah. like, they, they were actually hanging out, I guess, while they were married. She's like the sexiest woman alive, bro. I'm so into her. You know, I was <laughs> thinking that, and then I saw fucking. Uh, it's her whole vibe. You know, you know, I'm a Jesse Reyes fan right now. Yeah, so. you're loving on her. Oh, uh, like fucking love Jesse Reyes. <laughs> that was a goddamn lie. And you know it. That's a goddamn lie. Now shut the fuck up. That's a lie. <laughs> no, she does. She looks older than that, but she's still like. She looks like. She seems like a kid to me. I don't know. She's like my age. I'm sure she is. She's exactly my age, actually. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jesse Reyes. Anyway, you know, I think it's like it's like uh, Janae Aiko is like her whole vibe. Like she's got that like real chill. Like her voice is so sexy too. Yep, I like her. Agreed. Um, agreed. I couldn't, yeah, I have nothing to add to that one. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. All right. That beer was good. I wish we had more of that. Yeah, we got one more. Oh, sweet. What the you hell can, is Yeah. Actually, I'm cool on it. Only one yeah. on New England. New Englanders are fucking heavy, man. I'm trying to fucking cut and shit, so. Well, I'm on vacation, so I don't give a shit. I'll have a couple beers, and then we're going to go celebrate my pops later on, man. I'm going to have a little... So Birthday guys, celebration at my you grandma's can, you, house. Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so sorry. guys, you can follow me a little bit later. I'm actually getting my first tattoo today. So dude, I did the pull right. Fuck Check yeah! That's the first time. I always never get any of that head on there. Fuck yeah! You, you want all the head you can get. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to my dad on the way down to the show on Wednesday, and he was like, "He's like, it's funny. He's like, I'm actually learning shit from your podcast." I'm like, "Ooh." He told me he's on the first episode still, and I'm like, "Oh boy, they get a little." Uh, they get a little bit more graphic as we go. There's a lot more cursing after the this first episode. Yeah, we, we swear <laughs> a lot. Like, this is, this should be on like shade four or five yeah. the amount we fucking swear. But you like, know what? Or swear net. In all reality, everybody knows that I curse like this in real life. Like, who am I really hiding it from? I'm, I mean, I mean, everybody knows I curse. I'm 31 like, years old. I'm really not like concerned about like. My family hearing that I say the I like minus like my dad who I never swear around. Everybody knows I curse all the time too. And then you know he just listened to my album, so shit. So <laughs> I actually, one time read that people that curse a lot are more intellectual thinkers. It's true if you really think about true, it. We we got all this shit. We got all this shit. You know what I'm yeah, we're going swag. Yeah. Um. Fuck it. Do you want to get into Carbon Five a little bit? 
Or do you got anything else you want to talk about first? Hold up. End with Carter 5? Hold or? up. Let me, let me stretch real quick before we get into Carter 5. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I had a change of opinion on it, too. There was a song that I hated at first, <sighs> and I listened to it again, and I kind of liked it. And that's the Triple X song. I guess. Don't cry. It's still a little too emo for me. Because I love you. Okay. Let's get into Carter 5. It's a little too emo out. for me. So, here's why I like that song. You know that song was put together after he was dead, right? Oh, that makes sense. Well, so yeah. that song was put together after he was dead. Like the engineer actually went back in, and I guess he took a snippet of like some old XSX like throwaway song mm-hmm. or whatever, and fucking put that on there. But was it intended for Little Wayne? No, no, no. I had See, no I don't for Lil Wayne. like that though. No, I don't like. All right, I'm not. I a feel fan like of, like because I don't think it's right to put someone's music on your shit when they're not alive to like be even into like. What if they didn't even fucking like him? Like, well, of course they like Lil. Of course he likes Lil Wayne. I mean, I'm yeah, saying, like, I'm pretty sure like he would Drake be put, like, fucking stoked to be on Lil Wayne album. Yeah, but like how Drake but, threw like the Michael Jackson. Oh my god, like, bro! Do that, bro. I don't want to fucking talk about that. I was not a fan of that at all. Me neither. I was not a fan of that Michael Jackson shit at all. Sorry, but on that, I fucking love that Mona Lisa. Oh man, Mona Lisa so fucking good. Yeah, we were talking about that. That story is absolute fucked up, yeah, but right. I love that. I love that song. I love so the much. role that Kendrick plays in it too, man. So, like he goes through like five different like vocal. Like he changes his style. Like five Kendrick times. has the best <laughs> vocal range in hip hop to does, me, dude. Like, like when he gets into that, like, Kendrick has a lot of accolades in hip hop. That's one he doesn't really get credit for, and, that, and but I see Kendrick has the best vocal, fucking vocal range in hip hop to me. Like that dude changes octaves like crazy. Beyond like vocal range i think it's more like he has just so many different styles like he's like he always keeps you interested because every time he puts out a, a verse or a song you're like this is way different than the last shit like he just put out he has actually another song actually i want to pump the shit out of that because anderson pox is my favorite musician out right now hands down and he just dropped his new single yesterday called tense featuring kendrick and like kendrick like has more of like a like it's it's less like of his like deep thought shit and more of just like chill vibe songs. I mean, the song's about having tints on your fucking windows of your car. Right. So it's like kind of like a, just a chilling, like cruising song. But yeah, I only listened to that like right before we left for the show last yep. night, actually. But I, I, I think I've listened to it 15 times already since it came out yesterday. <laughs> like, I'm so obsessed with Anderson Box music. He's such a breath of fresh air to me, man, because Anderson Pock is a fucking beast. He does everything. He raps, he sings, and like he's. Anderson Pock like is an absolute juggernaut. If it makes any uh, sense, he, he kind of sounds like he's like out of like the '60s and '70s, but still like sounding current. Like it doesn't sound dated. It doesn't sound like he's trying to be from the '60s and '70s. But that's just kind of the vibe he gives off. I don't know. I love his like raspy ass singing voice too. Like it's so good. Looking forward to that album coming out. His band has an album coming out too, the Free Nationals, man. Which I'm looking forward to that shit. That's gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to Anderson Park. You probably hear it playing. I think it's playing on my TV upstairs. I probably turn it off. <laughs> but um yeah so that's a good one i mean kendrick i can't say enough about how much I, I love that guy he's easily my favorite rapper of the last 15 years um i don't think anyone's gonna be able to top him for a while cole's like up there with him but i think still like when you put them together i think i i, I still think kendrick would wash cole even though cole's amazing i think like Head to head, because you can we talk about another battle in the brewing right now? What Saha Joe Bud? Yes. <laughs> I was like, between that and then you got Hobson and Joyner too. Yeah, but that got deaded already. 
Did it really? Uh, Joiner posted on Twitter. Uh, he goes, I just got off the phone with Hobson and everything's good. What a ham. I was like waiting for that fucking shit storm to brew. I was like, the Joe Budden one's not going to happen either. Joe Budden went on his No, Joe Budden, Joe Budden's not going to do shit. Well, yeah. I, I listened to his podcast yesterday and he said he's not doing shit. He's like, listen, you rappers, just, just stop. He goes, literally, just stop. Stop saying my name now that I'm not rapping anymore. He's like, how many times do I got to tell you dummies? I'm retired. I'm not rapping anymore. And he's like, so, he's like, why, where was all this smoke when I was, before hey, I was retired? Shout out to Remy Ma for calling him out on this bullshit. Anyway, yeah, next, next fucking topic. <laughs> but Joe Budden's so goddamn hilarious, man. Like, Joe Budden is hilarious. such a giant fan of their podcast. Joe Budden is hilarious, so and he was talented at one point in his career. I mean, he's still talented. Too talented. Yeah. He's still yeah, talented. Yeah, you're right. If he I came guess. out tomorrow with an album, I would fucking uh, be listening to it for the next months and months and months. Yeah. His last album I don't was know, so good. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that, though. Why he doesn't... Well, he... What the enemy's fucking... No, I think he... No, yeah, you know like, let me, let me retract. Let me, yeah, must, yeah, you're right. I'm going to say... That, He's that's on, like, much seven it. different shows right now. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Joe Budden... Joe Budden is talented. Joe Budden is talented. I'll take that back. I, 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 I retract host, that bro. statement. I retract that statement. He's a great rapper. Don't come at me, Joe. Don't come at me, Shit. If Joe Budden sees this, that'd be amazing, bro. That'd be like... That'd be hilarious, actually. Sorry, man, I'm that'd be pulling interesting. Pulling apart the uh, thing, I don't want to kill a fish. Fuck, dude, I'm, do I really want to be on that radar? Do I really want to? Be it was funny. He had, he actually mentioned a comment in his last uh, episode where he's like, "I kind of feel like my whole goddamn life is one giant fucking podcast now." He's like, "That's all it I should." Do. He's like, "That's all I do. It's all like people talk to me about." He's like, "I'm on the streets. Everyone's like, oh, what do you think about this shit?'" He's like, "I don't think nothing about it, motherfucker." <laughs> he's like, I got a podcast to do. I can't be talking about it with you. He's like, Save all that. <laughs> Yeah, so I like, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Button and Maul and Rory on their fucking great co host. I Agreed. like Rory because Agreed. Rory plays, like, Rory doesn't feed into Joe's bullshit all the time. Like, he will always play the devil's advocate and, like, right. and, and throw the, uh, even if he doesn't believe it, he'll just, like, offer the other opinion, like, oh, I see what you're saying, but they could be thinking this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it's like you give them like something to think about, which is dope. Plus, they all have great inside information on the music industry because they've all. I mean, like Maul is like the brother of the dude that started Rockefeller Records with Jay Z. Dame Dash, not Dame Dash. Um, I'll look it up. Um, I forget his name offhand, but and then Rory, I think, used to work for like a radio, sta- not a radio station, um, a record label, and he was like um, heavily in like the G Unit era. He was working with like G Unit and stuff. And he's younger. He's younger than me. He's like twenty-eight years old or some shit. Oh, Rory? Yeah. It's like my Bud and them are like thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, Bud's old as shit. So yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's another reason I thought. They're right? not old as shit, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, what? I, I really say that, like, because you know, as you know, as in that a person that fucking lame myself, I don't want to fucking rap past thirty-five. Like, I really don't. I don't want to put yes, out you do. like that. You say that now because you're young. Yes, you're fucking 35, bro. I wanna... That's like, that's four years away from me. What are you talking about? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm 31 years old. From you. For me, as I said, it's, it's, it's four years away from me. Like, no, you said from me. I'm like, like that, no, 35 is not bro. four years away from me. Danny Brown, do not put me in that 30 category. Danny Brown's Danny Brown's first album came out when he was like 32. <laughs> no, it didn't. It came out. No, his first major, like Triple X. That's what I'm saying. Triple X, came, like when he first started getting popular, it was like. No, 31. not Triple X. His first album. His debut oh, album, yeah. Uh, the Hybrid? Old came out when he was like 31 oh. or 32 years old. Old? Yeah. Old was before. No, Triple old X was, was his before, debut album. No, Triple X was Triple before X old. Triple X is an album. It's a mixtape. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> 
I'm gonna say because you got the hybrid and all that shit. You even got the brown and black album, like him and Black Milk. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, yeah dude. That was, yeah. There's this song that my boy Dan always plays called Detroit's New Dance Party by Black Milk, and it's like so fucking hype. It's like a. It doesn't even sound like a hip hop record, really. It's like a, kind of more like a, almost like a club record, like an EDM record, kind of. Fuck. Why is this? Um. Kareem Burke is Maul's brother. Where it's like there's three co-founders of Rockefeller Records. It was Jay Z, Dame Dash, and Kareem Burke, and Maul is his brother. Where nice. Maul's funny, man. Like so, they do this thing. Like have you have you seen the animated? Like they do animated clips of the Joe Budden podcast now, where they'll be like describing a situation, and the dude will like draw it out. And it's so it makes it so fucking funny. The the caricature of Joe Budden is just hilarious looking. His big ass wide head. I could the head easily the see that being. Fucking hilarious. It's super funny, man. I enjoyed it. But, oh, um, shit. Hey, sh- oh, hold on, 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 hold on. Hey, shout out, quick shout out to uh, Lori Stratton at uh, the Stratton Setlist. They actually just did an article on uh, Be Careful, Be Safe. Just got published. Just oh, now. shit. Literally just got published just now. Nice. So, yeah. Big well, shout we, out. we keep moving on before we even finish shit, so let's get back to the Carter, Carter album, because we talked about like two songs, and then we just moved on. So Don't Cry With Triple X, I didn't like it at first, and now it's kind of growing on me a little bit. It's still a little... I don't know. I don't know if I am super into like the whiny. I can't say I don't like. I I understand why some people like it. I don't know. It's just not necessarily not my taste. Like the trippy red triple X type of deal. I don't know. But um, so that one was okay. Dedicate was sweet. I love that song. Uproar is that one with uh Swiss beats that they got like the dance challenge shit going off now. Um, Let it fly with Travis Scott was amazing. I like that song a lot. You could totally miss me with that bullshit ass Dark Side of the Moon song with Nicki Minaj singing and shit. Yeah. That song was whack as fuck. Um, Mona Lisa was amazing. We talked about that already. Um, I think they get the one crit. Oh, the song with Snoop is amazing too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The one they flipped that Dre beat? Yep. They, yeah, that was They, that they was flipped sick. the uh, explosive Trash beat. Yeah, that was that was actually a really dope song. Open Safe is super tight, but it sounds like a, a banger from like. See, this is my the one. I guess the one critical thing I could say about this album is some of it sounds a little dated, like it was recorded like four or five years ago. Oh shit! Um, it sounds like it was recorded like four or five years ago, and then some of it sounds new. And I think the one problem I have is the sequencing of the album. I think it should be in like a different order. I don't know. It doesn't like of Carter Five. Yeah, because like. Especially the one you thing it's like out of like the track list is kind of out of whack. I think yeah, it needs to be rearranged. Like Mona Lisa is so hard and so fire. Like Kendrick and Wayne are both just spazzing out, and then right after that, it's followed by the song called "What About Me." That's just like so lackluster after hearing that like crazy, nutty rapping. It's like a really soft song, and so I don't know. I think they could have changed up the order of it a little bit. But I mean, all in all, like it's so much better than everyone expected. Everyone uh, was like, I think everyone like put it in that category. Everybody like, kind of. Eh. Do you think they wrote it off? I'm like, I don't think. So. I don't think so, man. I think people definitely like didn't weren't expecting it to be this good though. Like, it's so weird to me because Wayne in interviews like seems like dumb to me. I don't know if he's just like too leaned out or whatever. But like, and you go, he goes to rap and he doesn't even write stuff down. He just like raps off the top of his head, which is kind of crazy. But I don't know. What are you looking up? I'm um, just reading, looking at that interview. Are you reading your own article while we're recording a fucking podcast? This dude. It's a, it's a weird day for me, okay? I just the put out the album. Man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I 
They're, no, he should be. He should be. <laughs> today. His album came out or recorded a podcast. Look at all the shit E-Man's doing. He's writing for a fucking, like, three different goddamn publications. Yeah. Got an album out. Yeah. We're doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send this shit to Royce59 every single week until he signs us. I want to be the first podcast signed to Heaven's Entertainment. Probably get it. If that's even a thing. I'm going to Oh, shit. Can you, can you get a record deal with a podcast? Fuck yeah, why not? It's an entertainment label. Joe Budden and them are getting a bag on Spotify. Rice. Do it. Do Ashley, it. Ashley, hook us up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cordial with Ashley <laughs> Hook us up, dog. No, I'm just kidding. She's probably fucking still enamored with the fact that she's signed over there. Probably. I would be, too. Hey, could be careful. Be safe, by the way. Could you imagine going from, like, the level, like, that we're at where not a whole lot of people know about us yet, then all of a sudden you're on two songs on Royce DeFi's fucking album. That's crazy. That's kind of how fucking Jesse Reyes probably felt. Yeah, yeah. how Jordan's feeling right now. Lucky you it, makes me want to, like, just, like, work out and, or run a marathon. Or, like, I fucking love that beat. Punch a punch. That, that, that instrumental is so fucking intense. insane. Mm-hmm. You got about to move. Um... Yeah, man. What else we got? What are we talking? Carter Five, kind of, kind of reviewed it. Do you know about that Chic West album? Which one? Chic West. What is? She? I don't even know who that is. Is it that? like y'all nigga mo. Yeah, he's actually kind of dope. Oh, no, nice. I'll check that out. Yeah, uh, Mud Boy just came out. Sweet. I think it's called Mud Boy. Um. Yeah, we were listening to that Dave, Dave East and Styles P. Man. I don't know. Oh man, Ghostface Killer, we gotta listen to that after this podcast is over. He's got Oh dude. I wanna listen to this right now. He's got a fucking song with Crooked Eye on there. Ghostface Killer and Crooked Eye? That sounds insane. Ghostface Killer and Crooked Eye? That's that's how <laughs> I'm telling you, stop reading your goddamn article. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I gotta keep track of these things today. I apologize. I got a lot of shit going on. Sorry. Back to the podcast. It's live. We only got one person in the fucking chat. So, what up, Dan? Uh, what do you expect? Hey, Dan? speaking of Dan, we need to get him on the show. He brews his own beer. Not only that, that dude is the dude who played trumpet on my fucking song. Oh, uh, nice. On Be Careful, Be Safe. Yeah. I like that. The last the last track on E-Man's album is like a live. Uh, that's, that was Dan. Live that, live that trumpet. That, that was Dan with that trumpet right there. Yep, that's nice. I like Shout that. Shout out to Dan. You need well, to get on the show. Give me some I beer. I understand why not. Joe Button's always like getting sweaty as shit on his podcast because it gets hot with the lights pointing on you and shit. We only got one light right now. I know. I'm still hot. <laughs> I'm also kind of an animated talker, so yeah. that happens. I feel like I don't even want to be wearing this freaking sweatshirt right now. I shouldn't even represent these bum ass losers. <laughs> Forward down the field. That right. guy's got the easiest job because he doesn't even have to sing ever because they never score any fucking touchdowns. Lines are so trash, man. I can't. I can't. I'm a Jets fan, so I can't say anything. Yeah, you don't even care. I, I, no, I, I how care. Are you going to beat New England and then lose to the Cowboys? No, we didn't lose to the Cowboys. Oh, no, no. Are we No, we lost. We lost. You lost to the Cowboys. We lost to the fucking Browns, which is awful. You guys, you guys lost that game? You remember, yeah, I threw my jersey over there. Oh, we, that was right. on the podcast. the podcast. That was on the podcast. I was keeping track on that game. Like, if you want to go back to the YouTube video from the last podcast or two podcasts ago... I fucking was wearing a Jets jersey, right? 
And I was keeping tabs on that Browns game. Mind you, the Browns haven't won since fucking Johnny Manziel was a quarterback. Yeah. So. He's playing the Canadian football league, you know that? Who's shitting the bed in the Canadian football league. No, he's not. Is he really? He threw like four picks in the first half, the first game. That's crazy. But I I actually don't mind Johnny Manziel, but whatever. Anyway, so I threw my fucking gesture jersey off. I was pissed off because I lost the Browns. We won on Thursday, by the way. Let's see. I don't know, dude. Yesterday was crazy. Check them scouts. It was the Patriots and the... Colts? Patriots, Colts. And Patriots, Colts? New England fucking blew them out. 38 to 24. It's not really a blowout, but Bro, yeah, that's, that's, a, big, a, that's a big win. That's a two touchdown win. Two, two touchdowns is not a blowout. Kind of a blowout. Shut No, blowouts are like, I would say three and up. Three scores yeah, and up are blowouts. True. Plus, they still put 24 points on the board. Yeah, then yeah. you put up, I mean, if it was like maybe like seven or 14 yeah. to 38, that's that's a blowout. Blows my mind. Maybe like when you see a fucking shutout in football, you're like, how is that even? Possible? How do they not even get down the field to score a freaking field goal? Yeah, That's I mean, because I mean, you like average kicker can kick like what, like 40, 40, 50? Dude, the kickers are the lot. That's the best members of our team always. Jason Hansen, Matt, or, uh, Matt Prater. <laughs> Although he missed an, an easy one earlier this. this year. You know, Matt Prater gets a pass. He still got the longest field goal in the Looks fucking exactly league. Like Nick Swartzen, it's fucking hilarious. Yes, he does. Shout out to Matt Prater or Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen always like he like he'll post like pictures of Matt Prater and be like. Give me my face mask. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of call him Fat Prater because he got that chubby in the face face. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. I used to have a chubby in the face face back before I lost a bunch of weight. Shout out. Oh. Yeah, shout out about taking care of yourself. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everyone, I, I suggest doing it. Everything in life becomes easier when I, you, I get on when start taking care of yourself. Um, but that's a lot to do with my job too. Running around a Giant warehouse all day. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted uh, Indiana to win that because all my cousins are from Indy, so I, that's my my number two team is the, the Colts. Um, yeah, so on, on a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about um, we we're kind of like digging into like or talking about having like a little bit of a, a music appreciation thing going on here, and we talked about like the start of hip hop, how it was like. Um, more about the DJs and the, and the MC was there to hype up that. You know, did you see this, uh, the, the fucking uh, Quincy Jones documentary they have on Netflix? Oh my God. Yeah. So Let me did finish you, this point real quick and then we'll get into Because there's a whole like, thing on talk, that. There's a whole thing on that. And continue your point though. Um, so we talked about how it was more about like the the DJs uh, as opposed to the MC. The MC was there to hype up the DJ and kind of like right. rock for him. And then um, I think like the first actual MC that they could, they talked about was Coke the Rock, and he was for Cool Herc, but he was more of like, come on, everybody get down, you know, like just kind of hyping up the the DJ. And then you kind of started having like lyrical guys like Cool G Rap and Big Daddy Kane and Rock Him and like guys where they like flipped the whole script where it was all of a sudden now hit. It's about like the, about it's about the, the wordsmith. We're, we're listening to these mans like these guys. These guys got some shit to say. And so I think that was kind of like, I, I just want to like touch on different like things about like, uh, like hip hop and like how it came around. Cause I, I think that shit is super interesting to me. Like I'm such a nerd about the shit. So I like to like watch all the documentaries and read as much shit as I can about it. But like, I think Rakim has got to be probably like probably the best. And well, I love I think that the Rakim, first one, the Rakim was that, the first one to flip jazz into like a actual Hip hop, yep, and then like that's why that I, ushered I, in like Tribe Called Quest, which is like my I will favorite always respect Rakim for that. That was yep. a fucking genius idea. 
Eric well, B and Rakim, bro. I was just listening to yeah. Peyton Full the other day. Actually, I watched Peyton Full the movie I for the Peyton first Fold. time the other day. For the first time, I saw it the other day. <laughs> Straight up. Everybody eats Pete. <laughs> I fucking love Peyton Full. It's a great movie. And when I get out, I'm going to still be king. <laughs> no, but you were talking about Quincy, so let's go back into that. Man, okay, so. That shit made me cry. The part with. That, uh, right the rip, it made me cry. The part with him and Kendrick Lamar. Was awesome. When they were talking about like the actual birth you of hip hop. That was the first time I've ever seen Kendrick Lamar look nervous before. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would, too, to be honest. Oh, I was yeah, you're talking to Quincy Jones. Probably literally the world's greatest music producer of all fucking time, in my opinion. Like, the shit that he's done is insanity. Herb, like, the list of friends that he works with all the time, like Herbie Hancock, like, he was, like, an instrumental part of Frank Sinatra's band, like... And like, oh man, that part made me cry when he was talking about how Frank, how much Frank Sinatra did for black folks in in Las Vegas, because they said like, when Frank Sinatra was really like popping and like becoming a thing in Vegas, it was like unheard of for black people to walk around in like the casinos and stuff, and because like, it was all run by mob territory and like that just wasn't a thing. Like black people, like the musicians that would play in their clubs, they had to live on a separate part of town. And Frank Sinatra went to the guys that runs the casino and they're like. Well, if you want to separate them, then you don't need me either. Yeah. And that's when everything changed, and they started letting black people in the clubs. Shout out to Frank uh, Sinatra and Young Sinatra. For yeah. that one. <laughs> it, it was crazy watching how much like admiration Quincy Jones had for Frank Sinatra in this documentary. It was crazy. Like that shit made me. Cry I, I just times, started. Like, I watched it for the first time a couple of days ago, and it, it was, was so like, good. Yeah. Quincy, yeah. Like, Shout out to Quincy Jones. When you watch a documentary about how he found Will Smith, it was, cr- like, yeah, you, or uh, you, Oprah. Oprah, yeah, he found fucking Oprah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That's <laughs> so crazy. Or um, who else was he? Like, who was he super sad? What was that? Uh, it was sad to watch him at the end, you know, being like 82 years old, talking about like all he of was his in the ho- buddies that are dying. And he was stuff. in the hospital like, like for fucking drinking wine. Dying. He was in the yeah. hospital for drinking wine. Well, like, it, I, I don't think it was like necessarily alcoholism, but he's like a real, like he's a diabetic and he was drinking a lot of booze. And yeah, which alcohol, I mean, obviously wine has a lot of sugar and shit in it. So that's that's going to do something to you if you're diabetic. And um, shout out to Rashida Jones too, his daughter, who is the one that directed Perkins. that. Perkins. Yep, Ann Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she directed that film and like she did a really, really good job. It was really touching. Um, It's weird though, I was just going to say like when you – like, you always, like, everyone knows that Quincy Jones is iconic, right? You always, you know that Michael Jackson, the Beatles, these guys are iconic. Right. But it's not until you watch a documentary that you, like, it gets broken uh, down. Hey, like, Damn, they did so much It doesn't much really shit. hit you until <laughs> then. It is so much stuff. I'm trying not to read this article right now. So It I'm, makes I'm me sad. Like, I, don't, I don't know why, like, um, it makes me nervous that he's, like, not in good health or something. Because why are they putting this documentary out all of a sudden? Like, I don't know. I, just, I hope... Quincy's around for longer because he's the motherfucking man. It's funny too, like that 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 um when he did that interview where he kind of was wilding out and like talking shit about everybody in the music industry. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Damn, this old man's like talking crazy shit." And now I'm just like, you know what, You're Quincy Jones, you can say whatever the hell you want to say, bro. Fuck it. You're talking about <laughs> his mom and all that and his upbringing and it was just fucking. His crazy. upbringing was crazy, man. He, just, like his mom that's was just like. Rough. His mo- well, I don't want to give away too much of it. Go watch it. Just watch- It's called yeah. Quincy. Go watch it on Netflix. It's really, really good. It's like a two-hour... Honestly, that could have been like a ten-part series and I would have watched it. They could have did it like, like they did... a two-hour documentary. They could have did it like it. they did... Uh, what was the one Dre documentary? And Dre and uh, um, Jimmy Iovine. Oh, The Defiant Ones. Defiant Ones. They could yeah. do it like that if yeah, they, they would have wanted that, to. Sure. Or even like... Um, 
like Rapture was like a six part little doc Rapture was mini a sh- I fucking love Rapture. Rapture was amazing. Like I literally watched Rapture or all the time. Or even the, the, the Hip Hop Evolution one that I think I, I talked about. Hip Hop Evolution was cool too. That has like ten episodes or something. Each one follows like a different kind of goes through all like I think it starts with like the Bronx and the East Coast shit, and then it goes into like the West Coast where you had like Egyptian Lover, Dr. Dre, like that shit going on, Ice T, all that shit going on. I don't know. It's it's fascinating shit to me. Word. <laughs> um. Yeah. But who was the one? Oh, yeah. Fucking. He produced Off the Wall, Quincy Jones. Yeah. That album is so good. Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. Yep. Yes, he did. I was by my record crate right now. I pulled it out, but I have it on vinyl upstairs. It's my shit. Um, uh, what? Uh, Living Off the Wall. I was about to check out. Shit. Is there any other. Re- oh, Big Mouth Season 2! Fuck yes! Oh, the show. Oh, Big yeah. Mouth season two. I watched the first episode last night after I left uh, fucking Pizza Place. Netflix is just pumping them <sighs> out, bro. I, like, I fucking... Shout out to Nick Crow, man. I fucking love Big Mouth so much. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, well, I need, to, I need to start getting it. You've been telling me about it, and I still haven't watched it. Um, but I'm going to. Is Mozzie... Oh, you know what? I just realized Mozzie has an album out. That was the dude that was on... Uh, He's on the... He was on Linkin Park's album. album. Lincoln Park's album. The, the, the last Lincoln Park album. Oh, oh, no, no, no. He wasn't on the album. I take that back. He was on, like, the live version. They brought him in, like, when they did uh, when they did that live like that live album that just came out. Or not just came out, but it came out, like... Hold on. I, I got it right here. I got it saved on my fucking shit. He oh. was on... Mozzie was on... Um, One More Light Live. So, Mozzie was actually on... Uh, this, Mozzie's on this album, bro. He's on the, the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. But, no, he's British, right? I, I think it's British. Probably. No, but yeah, he was on that uh he was on that soundtrack with Lincoln Park, which was fucking sick. So shout out to Mozzie for putting out the album. We'll check it out later today, probably. Dude, there's so much stuff I gotta check out today. Like even stuff outside. Ro- Mozzie's probably one of my like one of the only British rappers I can get behind because I really don't like British rappers that much. I'm sorry, but yeah. It's <laughs> it's definitely something to use to different. Like, yeah, I don't know. I kinda there's some of them I like. Um but, you know, it, it's just it's something you got to get used to. Like, I think the last one was, like, Lady Sovereign back in the day. It was supposed to be, like, the female Eminem. Really? Yeah, they pegged, like, MTV. This was, like, back when, like, 15 years, like, 10, 15 years ago. When Lady Sovereign came out, they was like, yeah, she's, like, the female Eminem. Hmm. And she only had, like, I think, like, an album. Maybe not even an album. Maybe, like, a single. And it was good. And then kind of disappeared. I don't even remember her. Um. Uh, Kevin Gates has. I think that's just the easy uh, comparison, though. I don't think she was like Eminem quality, but she was decent. Interesting. Uh, man, I wonder when they just are gonna just drop this whole Ken, or Anderson Pack album. System oh, that was on their possible last tour. Um, on a a comedy level, so I'm hip hop and comedy is like my two favorite things. Right. And Joe Rogan just put out a new stand up special on oh, Netflix. Oh man, I gotta check it out. I fucking love Joe Rogan. It's a lot of like male female topical things where he's like doing a lot of comparisons between dudes and women, and it is super duper funny. He like Joe Rogan will like exp- like like I don't know. He's like an introspective way of describing something where you're like ah, that makes so much more sense. Like, but he'll do it in a hilarious way. Like. And I'm a fan of his podcast, even more so than, like, his stand-up. Um, but this stand-up special was really good. I thought it was really fucking funny. And they're in, like, this, uh, him and, like, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura and Ari Shafir, all these comedians that hang out with each other. 
Um, they're doing this sober October thing right now where they really? can't, no weed, no beer for the whole entire month of October. That sounds horrible. They I'm did kidding. it last I'm year. Kidding. They did it last year with a loser, whoever, like, uh, I forget how they do, but they have like a, like a fitness thing that you got to do too. And the person that does the least amount of exercise throughout the month has to buy like a extravagant trip for the rest of them. I think last year they had to pay for like Super Bowl tickets and they all went to the Bruh. Super Bowl and shit. Like, it was crazy, man. Bruh. <laughs> I paid for no damn Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. Like, they were talking about the the prize this year possibly being like the the loser has to buy them all tickets to go see the Pacquiao uh, Mayweather fight. This round two? The round two. Yeah. Speaking of which, isn't there a uh, there was a UFC fight last night, right? Or was it it's tonight? Is it tonight? It's tonight. Who's uh, McGregor, I think, is fighting. Tonight. Oh yeah, it's kind of McGregor and somebody. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, Michael Rappaport does this thing where he has like this voice disguise. I thing. love that man oh, so much. So Michael Rappaport, can we please hang out soon? Oh man, he's like, like, he does this thing where like, you can know, like the filters so on like Facebook and Snapchat. <laughs> like it's the one that makes your face look all fat. Yeah, has like a. Uh, <laughs> Conor McGregor's Irish father, and he'll like, oh god, it's fucking hysterical, dude. I was listening to his podcast, but because I finally listened to I uh, Rappaport, yeah, I finally listened to that podcast. Just at the gym recently. He's hilarious. And, yeah, that dude's fucking great. Like, I love when he posts like videos of himself, like fucking dancing to like old school hip hop shit. He's so hilarious. He's like, my old forty-seven-year-old fucking Jewish white bones. He's like, I can't get down like I used to. <laughs> wasn't Michael Rappaport in uh, Next Friday? Yeah. Yeah, he's he the, was uh, a fucking like mailman. I want you to do a 187 in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to do a ball player or something? Rapper or something? Let's <laughs> get this house. Fuck you. He goes, he goes, yeah, I play for the Cucamonga Cracker Killers. Cucamonga Cracker. <laughs> I forgot about the Cucamonga Cracker Oh, man, I love that movie. That movie's so funny. They're supposed to, like... It's been in the works for a while. There's supposedly got, like, a, a Friday coming out with everybody. Like, Mike Epps... Kevin Hart, Cat uh, Williams, like the whole shebang. But I don't know if that's going to happen now because fucking Cat Williams and Mike Epps are, are not... They all hate each other, actually, now that I've yeah. mentioned it. Yeah. Mike William, or Mike Epps and Cat Williams always get into shit. No, Mike Epps and Kevin Hart do. Mike, and Kevin Hart Kevin and Cat Williams, Williams are getting into shit now, too. So I think like, a lot of people just don't like Mike Epps. And then... Not, I mean, um... Cat Williams? Cat, no, Kevin Hart. Like, I've heard this from, like, a few different things. Like, they said that he's gotten so, like, fucking Hollywood that he, like... I can see that. Yeah, he's not. I could easily sit down. I mean, like, don't hang mm -hmm. out with the rock and shit. No, I mean, I mean like he's buddies. the hot. He's the hottest fucking comedian out right I now. I think he's the highest paid comedian, next to Jerry Seinfeld. I think, which is nuts. Like Seinfeld should be tearing that shit up just from syndications alone from Seinfeld. And he's got that comedians and cars getting coffee on Netflix, which is hilarious. Tell these people about your album for a minute while I go pee. Man, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> still reading the fucking thing Lori Stratton wrote. So, like, I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking sick, man. Uh, tell them what it's all about. So, the name, the title name, Be Careful, Be Safe, how it comes about is when I left the house, like, back in, like, high school through maybe early adult years, when I was doing like sports shit or doing my own music, like, you know, when I was early in my music career or when I was even going out and hanging out with friends and stuff like that, my mom would always come to me and say, you know what? Hey, be careful, be safe, make smart decisions. And that's kind of how that came about, like, with Be Careful, Be Safe. The original title track, and you can actually read the article, uh, I'll, I'll post it probably after this podcast is done, but uh, Lori Strand, she goes up, oh, what did it come down? I'm sorry. She, uh, 
she asked me like what was that the original name for it and i was like the original name was supposed to be green balloons and if you see like my any of my facebook shit you know i had these like green balloons on there and green balloons what it represents is how greed and envy inflates an ego in a person like a fucking balloon and you know green is the symbolism for greed so i want to symbolize that and then another thing aspect to it is how it actually can deflate an ego when you compare yourself to other people who you know think they're doing good in life and they're not really doing that great like i mean if, like, for instance, I compare myself to, like, you know, like, one of the bigger fucking acts in the world that fucking deflates my ego, even though that shit is not the it appears to be. So, I mean, that's kind of how Green Balloons comes into play with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a concept album. Might as well just fucking, yeah, listen to I'm it. I'm going to spend some more time with it. it. I'm excited to hear it some more now that it's finally out. And I have it right here in my, in the palm of my hand. It's so crazy that like all this music is just in the palm of your hand. Man. I know, right? You don't have to get yeah, CDs like, and shit anymore. I remember I used to have like a bulky fucking case for CDs. You remember driving around like how many accidents I almost got in trying to flip through that big ass fucking CD boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a no more thing. Oh, I actually still have a six CD changer in my car though. Do you really? Yep. It's nice. Because my car is like a Milan from like oh seven or oh eight or something. Um and so it still has a CD player in it. That's pretty tight. Um, I don't know, I, I'm not ready to part with all that stuff. Like, everyone's, like, cars don't come with the CD player anymore. Like, MacBooks don't have, like... Duh, don't even tell me about the MacBook I situation. Have, like, right I have now. the last version of the MacBook right here with the CD drive in it. Yeah, right. I got the newest one Man. where it doesn't have any of that shit. And it's, honestly, it's dope. I love it. But it's a pain in the ass when I try to... Well, they make them, stuff. like, so small and skinny now. Like, yours, you gotta buy, like, all these different attachments to fucking plug in. And all and these fucking other and stuff crannies it's, like, and crazy. shit. Apple just, like... Apple, quit fucking. Apple, get your shit together, okay? Quit making people buy. This is why I'm still rocking Android because it's simple. So I'm a basic bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they got (laughs) they got us all hooked because we got the iPhones and it's easy to use Apple Music. I pay for Apple Music and Tidal. But Uh, I only rock Tidal. Tidal fucking is the shit. Shout out to Hove. I use Tidal more. Um, all my playlists are on Apple because I had it longer, so I I use that for like my playlist. But I definitely listen to music on Tidal now too. I feel better about supporting Jay-Z anyways. He's given me a lot of sweet-ass music over the years. Yes, yes, he has. <laughs> I think there's a lot of other musicians Awful that lot of classics. title, too. Um, think, uh, we got everything covered for the most I'm part? I'm thinking so, so, but actually, you know what? I wanted to pull up my... We got about we, an hour on both of these. Before we wrap, I wanted to pull up because there was a couple things I remember that I had jotted down last week that I didn't get to because we had guests and everything. Um, let's see here. What was the stuff? Oh, right back. I'm going to the bathroom. Oh, I want to shout out Illingsworth. Illingsworth. Oh, I think I might have on the last podcast, but if I didn't, let's just let's do it again. Um, Illingsworth is a Detroit artist who's a hip hop producer and an MC. And he just dropped an album last week on Mellow Music Group called You're No Fun. Um, I think I, now that I'm talking about it, I think I remember plugging it last week. But I would really suggest checking that out. He's got some great instrumental tracks. He's got some tracks with him rapping on it. Like, he's type of, he's the type of rapper that's like, when he just, like, it sounds like effortless. Almost like an Earl Sweatshirt. Like, it almost sounds like, sort of like, 
like it doesn't sound like they're even trying hard, but like their their rhymes are so good in the same time. Like it's it's crazy. I don't know. I like get it, it's got that effortless, chill, melodic flow to them. I, I don't know. I really like it. Um. So, so yeah, that one. Um. Earl Sweatshirt said that he's got new music coming out. Um, Odyssey and Evidence are coming to town on the 25th, and I just got E-Man into it, and this just dropped out on the last bit of it, so I don't know what happened with the Facebook Live. Facebook Live went down, but whatever. We're still recording on SoundCloud and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're coming to town. I just got E-Man into Odyssey's music, and I'm excited for him to be able to see that shit. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention is Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg, who works for Hot 97, said that him and Cypher Sounds might be bringing Juan Epstein back. And for those of you who don't know what Juan Epstein is, it's like the podcast that inspired me to want to do a podcast in the first place. It's the very first hip hop podcast of all time. It started about 10 years ago. And um, they have had some of the most like legendary guests on there. They've got like from any everyone from from Jay Z. Like they have one of the best Jay Z interviews of all time on there. They've they've had Kanye on there. They've had M and Royce when they did the Bad, Me Bad Meets Evil stuff. Like they've literally had like some of the best guests ever. Um, so they are teasing that coming back. So I hope that I hope that's a real thing. Um, him and Joe Budden, like, for whatever reason, go back and forth and hating on each other. I don't understand why, because Rosenberg helped get that podcast started. But, um, anyway, so shout out to Juan Epstein. I really hope that's a real thing, Rosenberg. If you ever listen to my shit, um, please bring that back. We need it. Um, and then beyond that, bro, I, I think that's pretty much all we got for this week. We got it? Um... Be careful, be safe. Out now. A video went out on our live stream, but uh, I really fucked. But that's okay. We will catch you guys next week, and we'll probably have some guests oh, coming up soon. We're going to be doing. We're going to interview Dugatron. Shout out, Stevie. Hey, King, big Kyle shout Frater. out to uh, Welcome to My Nuts. By the way. Oh yeah, we're going to be Another doing podcast. podcast. We're tomorrow. going tomorrow. We're going on there tomorrow. Yep, yep. So that'll be fun. It's going to be cool to be on someone else's podcast. Oh, another one I want to shout out real quick. Shout out to Wordplay the podcast. That's my my, my buddy Dre that I work with. He's got his own podcast, and they've got their stuff out there now. You can catch him on uh, YouTube, and I'm not sure if they're on SoundCloud. They definitely have on uh, YouTube, though, so look up Wordplay, the podcast. They're really good, too. they got good in uh, good takes on things, so Hell yeah. check them out. Um, that's it, though. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Hey, be careful. Be safe. Out now. Yeah. Peace.